So we're talking about European blues, and um, I, I must say, like uh, the European blues scene is is rich in talent, and um, I, I don't know, you know, I don't know if if I'm the only one that thinks this, but I found that um, the, the richness in talent in Europe is quite um, it's an embarrassingly massive amount in comparison to Britain, even though Britain seems to hold a lot of the power. In the, in the blues scene, it's quite it's quite shocking to be honest. Um, but today uh, we've got some cracking artists who have all made a name for themselves. And um, in fact, um, to be perfectly honest, uh, they're also our friends. So it's great. It's a bit of a bragging right as well. So um, we're going to be having some Don Martin and Redfish and and their new single with the Shinelli Brothers, which is awesome. You know, I'm looking forward to that, so. Um, oh, Fiona can't get in. What's going on there? Right, let's try again. Oh, what's going on? It says, it says we're connected, like. I don't know what's going on there. Hmm, weird. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I'll deal with that in a minute. I've got some cracking songs coming up anyway, so it'll not really matter. Um, let's fire on. Let's fire on this one. And we'll see what's going on with Fiona.
Here we go. Right. Fiona. Are we though? Are we? Aye, aye, we are though. Aye, we are. We you hear are. me now? Aye, aye. <laughs> I know, eh? <laughs> oh my God. I tell you what, right? I just need to put a big, a big, big, big. This is for Podbean. Yeah. And this is for you being able to join. Right, that's a cheesy one. Anyway, you alright this morning, hey? It's quite hard doing a radio show when you're a party. Eh? No, Hank. I'm saying it's quite hard to do a radio show when we're apart. Aye, and um, you'd think in this day and age that it would be easy with technology, but I think technology makes it harder, actually. I know, I know. Well, luckily for us, um, we're, uh, we're quite cool. And we we're can, a, we're um, a, a multiple device household. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm never I, stealing my veins. It's funny though because this is a European blues show and it's going to become a bitching about Podbean show instead. And no wonder. I Honest. Know. I mean, really. See, the thing is, Tay, see, we were both sitting together using the interface on its own. It's mm-hmm. incredible. It's really good. There's everything really right in front of you. It's dead easy to use, all the rest of it, you know? Right. But see, apart, oh my God, really hard. I know, you know? and I mean, think it's it's an okay um, platform, you know, if if you're not inviting speakers, it's, but it shouldn't be because it's got the facility for seven different people to call in. I know, I know, I know, I know. I, I agree with you. Like honestly, it, I think um, it's mental. But I mean, I suppose the good thing about it for us is it means we can still um, we can have our our. Um, our argument is we would normally do on the phone, but still, still record a, a radio show. Aye, but I can't hang up on you. Well, you can, but you'll look bad. And in fact, and this will be the one case when I go for it. Go, <laughs> go. Well, let everybody see what happened. I'll be. So, that rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I tell you, I've um. I actually had the time, see, because it was taking a bit longer to get it all sorted. Mm-hmm. I managed to find the time to get a wee interview sorted out with Wee Deacon and Alessandro Chanelli. Oh, brilliant. So, uh, so the listeners, I mean, that was a special moment for the wee guy, eh? I'm really proud of him and that. He was really nervous and I had to tell him to go to the mic and all that. But, you know, I, 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 I love it. I love it. He's had a great wee experience as well. Like, folk, didn't he? You know, I, I love how people... Um, of that a generation can see past autism and actually give them a wee chance to, to be a drummer and be invested in music and you know I, I think that's beautiful Aye. you know makes me Aye. feel good as a dad it, it makes us both feel good as parents I would imagine eh? so anyway what do you think about this European blues then well see I had all these um, interesting things to talk to you about but I've gone brain dead trying to get a stupid thing to work I kid you know, I have been on um, the laptop. I've been, th- I've had to reset passwords. I've had to download my Facebook on other devices. It's been an absolute nightmare. Um, but I, I can't say I don't like it because I absolutely do. However, for me, it's still, I still prefer the oldie worldie. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not, it's not as bluesy to me as. Um, as other stuff, but I do I absolutely love. 
Don Martin, the Chanelli brothers, Redfish, everybody we've got on today, absolutely brilliant. Michael Messer has got a good flavour of um, of old blues, but kind of modernised. So yeah, I think um, I think it's quite cool that you know, without certain people, there wouldn't be any European blues. You know. Yeah, I, I, that's that's a fair point. I mean, let's. Um... I mean, let's look at, like, there's a lot of people in Britain, like, for example, who who call themselves blues bands, and yet they, there's there's not much feeling. It's all about this polished um, old vocal tracks and, and extra, um, like, extra. Everything's extra. It's all, it's all this added, you know, it's something you kind of recreate live, is what I mean. It's it's almost like a false representation of the music you're writing, and I think, um, I, you know, I think that that's a big deal, you know, in terms of, in terms of what the music is actually about. You know, it came from people not having instruments or having very primitive instruments, trying to, um, trying to express ourselves or or you know, romance songs and whatever else. It came from a really honest place with very little to help make that sound. So to have all that added polished kind of finish on top of it kind of ruins what it's, what it's meant to be about, I think. Yeah, because, I mean, Europe was only really introduced to the blues by white performers, you know, likes of um, the Rolling Stones, the Who, the Yardbirds. So the European blues has formed on a, a watered-down version of it anyway and then has went yeah. in a kind of... Not all, I have to say, because you would, I mean, I know we're the whole Brexit thing, but let's pretend, right? But you would be classed as a, a European blues singer, but you sing um, in the, the style of the Delta blues. So there are, there are a lot of that, you know, in Europe. But if you're talking about European blues as its own genre, not kind of people in Europe that play different styles of blues, then it is a, a more blues soft rock, I think. Yeah, and I, I tell you, I find that the, the, the word blues is this ever everlasting argument that, um, you know, that seems to go on forever. So a lot of people say, oh, it's only a feeling. It's only a feeling. Uh, so it can be any music. Um, that's why you get bands like Whenever's Meeting and whatnot um, saying, you know, say, you know, saying like, oh, we're a blues band, when they're not really, in my opinion. I mean, they're a good band, but they're not. They're not what I would call blues, so that's like one of those arguments, you know what I mean? And and then you've got people like Andreas Roots, who who is every bit the blues. He, he uh-huh. yeah, you know, you know, and and he doesn't really, you know, he doesn't really call himself anything. He's just Andreas Roots, and I think I think that kind of highlights the point that um, Jock Webb Senior made, and and also to be fair, um, Harold Davenport also say that. The blues is is almost like a Jock Webb. Jock Webb's words exactly were, and they're not mine, but he's got a right to say it. You know, um, he said the blues is a name that some clown came up with to sell a genre of music that should have really been called the truth. And there's a bit of truth in that, you know. Absolutely. However, I think that all music could come under that. So I think you know, I think it depends. It depends on your outlook. Yeah, I mean, country music. Country music's like, like almost like the white man's blues, eh? To, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I think the yeah. segregation, the segregation, and honesty only really becomes apparent when 
when um, you get people doing documentaries and they're giving it all this uh, beautiful white angelic sounding bluegrass or the low down dirty demeaning blues that's like a like it's almost like a microaggression towards a race you know <laughs> but if they remove that then there's a bit of honesty in both both kinds you know that's what I think absolutely um, um on that note can we have another song on aye aye absolutely you're the boss you're the boss um so do you fancy some redfish hallelujah road i go for aye aye, aye there's a shout i've got that here somewhere two seconds right let's have it awesome Every 
Hello, Rod Mackay of the Redfish Blues Band here, and I'm listening to Galtier and the Gator's Blues and News Show. How posh is he? Very. I'm going to wonder if this is who's in the if it's him that's in the, the live studio that are now listening, then he should send a wee message and I'm going to invite him as a speaker so everybody can hear how posh he is live. Yeah. I'll tell you what though, he's, he's amazing. Mm. He's a great pal of yours and, and I'll tell you what, he does a lot for the blues scene in Britain because regardless of his accent, you know, it's safe to say that he does a stellar job of keeping what should be classed as the blues. And granted, modern blues, you know, he, I mean, his band are as tight as the ducks, you know, hoo-ha. Um, and they play music um, in in retrospect of greats like uh, Bobby Blue Bland and Muddy Waters, and, and they do it well. So mm-hmm. Red Blues Band are a great blues band, and they are a blues band, you know. They're not that rock nonsense that everybody seems to be sticking the blues um, thing on, you know. I can't understand that, you know. I think it's a it's a misunderstanding and it's a lack of um, knowledge and information. So because you um because somebody plays a banjo in a song it's automatically classed as some sort of country redneck malarkey and because somebody maybe plays a wee bit of slide in a song it automatically becomes blues and you know um i think that there's a, there's an element of that that kind of gets lost um and people are, are sort of more um considering the, the this instrument used rather than what the actual music as a whole is and yeah. what the, the lyrics are about. And, Good you know, point. if you've got somebody on a stage in PVC get up with black makeup standing <laughs> there looking like some sort of mad rock goth, but the bass slide guitar does not make it a blues thing at all. You know, it's not, I mean, it's not even about what you're wearing, but you know what I'm saying? I, I, um, I do, and I know exactly where it, where it came from. Um, yeah. But, but you know, I mean, also from the point of view, if you think that certain um, artists, if they hadn't have come to Europe, probably would never have been famous, you know, like Leadbelly. Oh, I, I totally appreciate that. I absolutely, I mean, like, Buddy Guy still still goes on about it. He says um, that, you know, white folks um, let the black folks listen to their own music for the first time in a long time. So, aye, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not, um, you know, unaware of that. But there's people like John Tavius Willis and, and J-Hop, and granted, there may be young guys, right? But you know what, the... They do have a strong point when they say sometimes it's best that the, the, the European thing never happened or the British thing never happened because now because somebody's been playing music for 60 years and called it blues, they get to call the shots. And you know what? See somebody from a very segregated part of Georgia, um, you know, you know, who's very much learning songs from people he meets in the street and passing them down like the way it should have been in, in you know, like in Britain as well. He's got something to say about that. So uh, there's an argument on both sides, I guess, eh? I guess so. But, you know, as I said, sort of, you've got uh, Sonny Boy Williamson. Uh, he was he was quite a, a favourite in Memphis. But it wasn't until he came to Europe in the 60s that he, he recorded, you know, with uh, Robert Lockwood Jr. Yeah. And and then he went on to tour Europe. And, and then he was, um, you know, kind of... Uh, so... 
I suppose I can understand it to, to a degree, but then at, by the same token, the fife and drum um, music that they play over there very much originates for, with a Celtic vibe. So should we be upset that they're, you know what I mean? It does. I am. It does. I I mean, we actually had a big conversation when I was playing with um, Sugar Ray, Rayford. Um, he actually, he actually speaks about the white part and and the the blues scene as much as he does the the black part. Um, he talks about how the Appalachian um, settlers were very poor, what we call hillbillies. He says um, they were as poor as the blacks at some parts of the world, and and he we look up at them up that mountain struggling like us, and we think, well, you know what, they've got the blues as well. So I mean, there is a crossover factor in in every genre. You know, it's not like um, it's not I like you know, yeah. I think I think there's a there's a there's a bit of headroom for everything to be to be something. Yeah, because the the one of the reasons that you know the the blues musicians came to Europe in the first place is because their music was dying out where they were from. People didn't want to listen to it anymore. Um, Muddy Waters got up and played a festival in America, and his audience was all white middle class people. Um, and yeah. he realised, you know, this, this is it. Um, people were kind of, oh, why are you going to do that? Nobody's going to like your music. And they loved it. And so from there, obviously, the the next natural step was to take it elsewhere. And it's like, um, you know, we, not we, obviously, but musicians tour. They don't tour in their own back garden because that's where, you know, only their neighbours and their, their local country should be allowed to listen to their music. They tour worldwide. Because I personally think I understand, you know, if it's if it's a very personal thing, but music is there to be shared, and um, and and if it hadn't have been shared, it wouldn't there would no be no blues. I don't think today. I think yeah, yeah, music's to be shared by um by um the tertiary party um not so much like I mean I speak about this. You'll feel the same surely soon, but. Like so, you've got guys, um, for example, like let's use Scott Ashworth as a as an example, because he, you know, or or Dave Stewart or any of these guys who write good songs that that mean something to them. When you put a song out there, um, you're giving part of yourself away, like to everybody else. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely, I said the same thing about singing. For me, singing in front of people is like showing people inside my soul. It's and that, your scars, aye, your scars. That, that's where my stage fright um, initially originated from because it was opening myself to people that I wasn't sure I wanted to do. And from there, that wee tiny seed grew and grew and grew. But, you know, I absolutely understand what you mean because it's, it, it is that. And... It's, it's incredibly difficult. I mean, I had a, a, a strange experience yesterday um, where... So I had a friend, like I do this uh, this music thing, and and I had some friends come along and play with me, and one of them in particular, John, JP the Irishman, he he, he um he's an incredibly talented man, like incredibly talented. He he, he can uh, emulate so many different singers, and uh, it doesn't matter if it's Carly Simon or Tiffany or then um then like singing traditional Scottish songs. Uh, he does them all to a, to a, a, an incredible degree. And he's sitting there saying, dude, you should turn your mic up. And then I realised in that moment 
that I still suffer that same thing that you're overcoming, you know, but it's almost subconscious now because I, I think I've pushed it down to a point, but he pointed out that, well, why do you always have your mic so quiet? We, we want to hear your voice, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that when people invest in you, you know, whether it be whatever culture you're from, when people invest in you, you know, they invest in you completely. They don't invest unless they're unless they're seeking profit, right? But but people like me and you are usually savvy enough to to spot that, you know, a mile off. So for us, when people invest in us, I think they're investing in us to the, the fullest degree. And I think that's really important. And I think that's what people have to do for the blues scene. Um, all over the world, not only because I mean it's the strongest musical community I've ever been a part of. Let's be honest, the European blues scene is incredible. I mean, we've got let, let's go, just go through. We've got Trevor Steger, Michael Messer, Redfish, um, Andres Roots, Dave Arcari, all these guys, proper Roots musicians who are also our friends, you know, and they look after us. If we struggle with something and somebody knows something, they'll go ask this guy. You know, I because. I've I've been involved in the music business industry to a degree um, since well for quite some years, but not as a an artist. And the I know we've discussed this before, but the I, I was quite appalled at the way that some people, and and I say people that you'll have um, whole genres of music where it's very rare to come across a genuinely nice person that will help somebody else up. Um, I've been quite lucky with the, the musicians that I've worked with and they've all been quite lovely but um, you will get people that will come actually looking for me and you know ram their music at me constantly going to play it going to play it and then when you do play it they don't even you know yep, yep. They, they, they're like, it's as if it's their God given right to have airplay and not have to say well thanks for that or here you played me and told everybody to follow our band and where our music is and what gigs we've got coming on. So I'd tell you what, as a thank you, we'll share your show and tell people how they can listen in. And you'd be surprised at some of the people that don't, you know. And Actually, you know what? It's usually people with massive egos but small-mindedness that do that because just for the listeners, we can safely say that Colin James... Who is the most successful Canadian artist? Um, Roots artist, Bobby right? Rush. Bobby Rush. Joy Landreth, Johnny Bergen, Mark Broussard. Uh-huh. Mark Broussard sent us a lovely message saying, "Look, thanks for that." Yeah. Um, little Freddie King. Mm-hmm. Um, like Gary Burnside, regular. De- Debbie Bond. Um, Debbie Bond. Donna Harula. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Davy Grouse um, band, massively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, these Dave, guys are all Carey, Michael Messer, everybody, everybody that people will get used to hearing over and over again on our show um, are repeated on our show because of their absolute genuineness. But what I will say is um, that I have found, as I said, on my, my own show, I play every genre of music. Um, and on our show, obviously, it's blues and roots and kind of gospel and all that kind of thing. But I have found through the years that the people in this genre of music all help each other up, all give each other that wee push. Um, you know, with, uh, without getting too personal and going on and on about it, um, as I said, I struggled a lot with stage fright after singing quite the thing and having no problem. Just one day something changed and that was that. Yeah. And 
everybody that we've spoken to, you've mentioned it too, and I've been like, oh, here we go. And they've all been so lovely and encouraging. But that's because I know also, and by the way, I've just had a lovely message. Well, I say a lovely message. I'm going to read most of it out. I asked Rod if he wanted to chat because I know he's listening. Mm -hmm. um, and he said, I'm in the effing bath with a posh accent. He doesn't drop his phone in me, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know, but I don't, want to, I don't want to listen to him scrub his dirty bits, um, yeah. which, which is probably most of them. So he's listening to me for sure. Hi, my phone behind your ears, mate. Um, <laughs> like a cliff and all that while he's sitting there, you know, he's. Uh, he's got a, a Joe <laughs> in the bath. You've got your briefcase in the bath, mate. <laughs> but. Um, so you're right. In a bath at this time of day, it's absolutely sheer laziness. <laughs> I don't know. It might be setting down for us. Look, I'm not getting. Look, what is it with you with shower routines? Oh my god! Like you did this with uh, Dave. I can't even went through his whole beard grooming routine. And right, well, we don't like. I don't even think Rod can grow a beard. Actually, to be honest, I think he's going to die with the with the inability to grow a facial hair. There's three wee hairs on his chinny chin chin. <laughs> aye, aye. Um, but anyway. Ah, he's a lovely guy anyway, so it's cool. I like so, a bit of power. Um, so Steve mentioned so, Dave Arcari. Can we pop a song on from him? I, I have got, I tell you what, I don't think we've ever played this one, so I'm going to put on Devil's Deal if that's all right with you. Absolutely. I love it. Right, two seconds then.
it's David Carrier of Glasgow here, and you're listening to Gulty and the Gators Blues and New Show. Technology, that's what it is. No, I don't know, I don't know. We had this problem the other day, though, eh? Sure. I think it's, uh, uh, it's just a wee glitch. I have to say, though, listening to Malone really... Fiber oh. there, um, he's got a bluesy voice, but the music... It's a rock song. Um, the reason the reason we picked that song, sure, was because um, he's one of the best light players in the country, and Aye. and he was very gracious to us, and he's done some great blue stuff with um, Robert Plant. I mean, he's just he's just um, getting over a broken wrist, but um, so he's doing all these wee videos on his personal Facebook of um, you know while he's trying to kind of fix it, get it back working again. I think it was about two months ago he broke it, or he got the cast off. How long do you get a cast on anyway? Do you know? Uh, 
Do you know? I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but he's aye. So he's working his way back through. And I have to be honest. This is him saying he's playing at his worst because he's just nursing this broken wrist. That he's just had his cast off. And if that's him, he's worst. <laughs> oh, he's incredible. Minded on the <laughs> things in for us. At, uh, aye. I know. He's amazing. Such a, aye, such a lovely mm. guy. Um, and it's one of them when when you put see like uh, I don't post a lot on Facebook and um, but see when I put something funny on and then I can sit there and go oh look who liked it though <laughs> I know I know, I know. Jane, what we can maybe do though is um, are you taking notes at your end uh-huh, right, us, oh yeah it's amazing I love you right so if you if you take notes um, of like like see this uh, the wee bit of tune that cut out I'll edit it and I can post post this as a as a, another episode a full episode on our on our um library. Okay. So I'll just I'll just clip the song back in, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'll just edit it properly. Um it's a shame that it happened. I don't know why that uh, just uh, it's not Podbean as well, because Podbean's operating absolutely amazingly now. No, but I know it happens um mix is, play the mix as well. Nah, mix is really bad for it to be honest. Um, I'd, put, I'd put a, a song on um, the other day and then I put the next song ready to go and somehow the adverts, had, I noticed it before I had it, but you know, the adverts for my radio show went in instead and I hadn't even touched them, so. Yeah, Who knows? I, was, I was nearly back in the whiskey there, <laughs> you know, that whole stress factor. So um, there's, a, there's an element, so... That, there's an element of, uh, so we're talking about European blues, right, if you've just joined. Um, European blues scene is quite rich in talent, like I was saying before. But um, there's a thing, I, I don't really know how I feel about this, right? So there's a European blues challenge, um, a, a UK, you know, a UK blues challenge, and then there's the international blues challenge. And it makes it feel like a sport. I'm going to just say that out loud. It makes it become a sport, I think. I need to have a look, actually, and see who previous winners have been, um, because it is something that I didn't have a clue about, I have to be honest, because it's not something that that you haven't, you know, it's not something that's ever been prevalent information for me. So I didn't know that that there was anything like that, whether it be blues or anything else, because, like, as you say, this is my small problem with it is... um, it's the same as a talent show. How can you compare a magician to a singer or an acrobat to a dancer? Well, maybe that's a bit close, but but you know what I mean? How can you compare different... Because although the blues is the blues, there's different types of blues. So how can you say one yeah. is better than another? You know, who? so how could you say that um, Don Martin is not as good as somebody who is more... Of, uh, into the rock, please. I don't know what happened there. This is just my fucking. Oh, oh. I'll be clipping that out as well. I can see I've got a quite a fair bit of editing today. Oh, no, you want to I'm not, I'm, no, I know. No, I am. I'm, I'm actually drinking Seven Up. <laughs> Honestly, I'll show you. That's the can opening. Uh-huh. All over the mixer. It sounds. Um... Similar to an innocent gun. Similar. No, I promise you. Honestly, I knew, I, listen, I knew you would say that, right? <laughs> I actually opened my, my previous can of cola, right? I opened that over, like, when we were heard music on, right? Uh-huh. 
and uh, and I did it. But I was like, because you think I'm drinking, and I'm actually I've just opened the can of Seven Up, and I've just sent you the pictures because I'm not being accused of anything like that by no, you. You should not be drinking that stuff either. Goodness me. What, what, seven up? Fuzzy juice. I, it's okay. terrible. It's so bad for you. I know, but I do so many steps now. Doesn't it matter? <laughs> no, I know, I know. Right, so, um, I, I don't know, I don't know why it does that, right? So I didn't have much control over, I don't know, maybe it was because I knocked the laptop, actually. I think that's maybe what it was. And I maybe got the play button. Because, um, it's the user friendliness. I just wish it was a wee bit more, um, you know. I just wish somebody could just do a magic spell and make it so easy to use. Was that you? Very Ah, oh, that's cool. Right, well, that'll be better now then. Let's hope. Okay. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I love everybody we've got on today is absolutely amazing. Um. One thing I don't love about European blues, and I'm not talking everybody, I'm only talking about a few, is that they've taken credit for songs that weren't theirs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of gone back and uh, and taken the, the, the pre-war blues and released it as their own. Aye, I know. Um, there's, a, there's a copyright rule. Um, which I have used, I'm not going to lie, I've used to my own benefit. Um, so Britain's different to, to America, I believe. I think in America it's a 75 years. After they've been dead for 75 years, the song becomes public domain. So you'll have people like um, like Nirvana, getting credit for Lead Belly. Uh-huh. You'll have people getting credit for like Blind Billy Johnson and and they're allowed to reap the benefits of you know I mean I think to a point I suppose to a point like if the artist is genuine about why they're in that music in the first place and they're sharing the credit properly, I think I think I can see the point in that. But there's a lot of people want to not say you know they'll just release it they'll just release a cool version of it and then they'll just accept the credit mm-hmm. you know and I don't believe that to be right at all. That's what, I find that quite annoying, um and um and there's some big names that have done it as well. And I think the algorithm the algorithm sorry sorry to cut you off there then but I think the algorithm of of um of how music is um is engaged um is is a problem as well so. For example, Larkin Poe probably don't actively go out uh, creeping on benefit from uh, Sun House. But if you search Preaching Blues, their version comes up and it comes up as song by Larkin Poe. And God love him, Chris Stapleton's the same. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Tennessee Whiskey, song by Chris Stapleton. But it's uh-huh. not really. It's that depends on your Google search actually, because when I um preaching blues, it doesn't come up where on my on Google, um. But that's what I mean. It's an algorithm problem. Aye, that's so aye. and it comes up. Um, so I'm going to be doing a radio show with with the big Nathan, and um, and it's 
about Luke Combs and he covered Tennessee Whiskey and Google have credited the original songwriter with it. It's not... Um, so I think it it depends, you know, it, it does depend. But I, would, I mean, aside from Google, um, you know, bands that, that maybe maybe at, at some point in history they've said, oh, this is a, a Lead Belly song or this is a Sunhouse song or this is a Robert Johnson song. But they've never carried that on to the point where a lot of their fans have no idea that that isn't their music they're singing. I know, I know. And I mean, I, I tell you, I used to be a bit more bitchy about it than I am now. But I think, you know, when you really dissect it, everybody wants to be successful in their own right. And to everybody, that's something that's different. We did a whole show about it, sure. Um, for me, being successful has been able to feed you and my kids and still do what I love. If I can do that, then I'm successful, right? Mm-hmm. To Rod being successful as playing with um, stellar musicians in a genre in, a, in an honest way. Um, that And he was successful in a career that, that had nothing to do with music. So, for example, he, you know, he, he's got a different kind of idea of success now. He's playing with people that he really respects. I mean, he's older than them and he, and, and he, and he looks up to them. So, I think, I, I think surely, surely that's success, I. Um, in his bath with champagne, you know? No, is he? No, is he? Hell, by the way, he just told me that he's soaking his dirty bits. <laughs> you know? You might get your mouth in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I know. I know, he might drown. No, not at all. That's not what I meant. Um, no, no, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so I, I think... And I think, you know, if people are really, like, there's a lot of musicians who do who do things the grassroots way, especially, um, not, I don't know about Europe, um, like Andrew's Roots and Dave Arcari, they're all, all independent artists, they do everything themselves. And I think, I think if you're doing that, I know myself, you know how much effort it is. I mean, I'm busy every day. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I know you're looking after the kids a lot of the time. And I know you've got your own thing on, but like I'm no less busy than you, and I don't have the kids. I'm I'm just busy being an independent artist. Do you know what I mean? So I think there's an element of that, like probably swallows up giving credit to the people you used to at the start. It's not deliberate all the time. I don't think. Uh, do you know? Do you know what I mean? If you were performing and you were standing up, I'm just going to throw something here, I'm not accusing anybody, but you know, you're performing and you stand up and you say, right, this next one is a Robert Johnson song, Love in Vain, um, and we recorded it and have been singing it for X, Y and Z. That's what, I, that, it only takes a moment of breath. To- yeah, I mean, that's what I do, absolutely. I mean, and in fact, I'm, I'm so um, stickler about it that when I play Drop Down Mama, I say this was made famous originally by um, John Hammond Jr. Um, co- covered that version by George Thorogood, but really it's a sleepy John Estes song. Uh-huh. You know, I, I do take the time for that. Um, so I understand what you're saying. I mean, it's not like it's not you know it's not like it's not like I, I, I disagree with what you're saying, uh, but I think that. 
if if your success idea is somewhere different on the spectrum, then that's probably further down your list of things to do in your life, and which is a shame, mm-hmm. you know, because I think that's a part of the blues, you know, keeping that whole truth thing going on. And I mean, Don Martin does it. Don Martin always um, pays fair credit to the people that inspired him, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the Schinelli brothers do it, you know. Yeah. Um, the Schinelli brothers do it to an incredible degree, actually. Redfish do it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody we've got on here actually does it, to be honest. Um, but that being said, we've got like four tunes coming up. You know that? Yeah. I know, aye. So, I think we're going to get them on, I think. Um, so we've got uh, the Schinelli brothers and Redfish together. That's and amazing, that's cool. Together is better. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then uh, Chanelli Brothers, some Peter Green and a wee Michael Messer. Yep, I, what, a, what, a, what a four back-to-back track set up that is like. That was good. That was mostly you that picked those ones, eh? In fact, I think we split that, eh? I was going to say, I think it was a, a joint effort. 50 number, eh? Right, okay. Well, i just fire them on then, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Right, okay, let's have it.
the cupboards are empty, but baby, you don't care. Now this way that I'm living, now that's your not here. I'm walking the road, but there's a long, long ways to go. My socks need mending, they're so full of holes. Take a look at my trousers, my heart's yours. I'm walking the road, but there's a long, long ways to go.
The world turns to King Guitar Walks and talks and lives and dies Loves and laughs and hurts and cries The world turns to King Guitar Blind lemons, matchbox, and black snake moan Late at night when the girls are gone Johnny the Moon Dog, Mersey Piston, King Sunny and a Synchro System. Bob Marley, Buddy Holly, Tampa Red and S.E. Roji. Palm White and Turpentino, you drink that stuff in a four-four time. The world turns to King Guitar, walks and talks and lives and dies. Loves and laughs and hurts and cries. The world turns to King Guitar. This is Michael Messer, and you're listening to Gulty and the Gators Blues and News Show. So there we go. You still there, Fiona? I think so. Oh, cool. As long as you think so, that's all that matters. Eh? <laughs> I'm yeah. free to touch in. <laughs> I'm the same, like, honestly. I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, the next time we have a mess up, I'm just drinking mere whiskey and then we can blame that as usual. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I tell you what, anybody that is interested in the history of the blues, um, I came across this book uh, called Blues Then and Now the History of the Blues. Um, I think it is Frank, somebody that wrote it. Right, okay. Anyway, um, I read it online and I I don't like online reading, but... I couldn't find a copy of it, but anyway, you can get it online, but you can, I, I, I found a bookshop that will sell, you know, on the internet, in yeah. paperback, and it's brilliant, it goes from the origin of the blues through, the, like, the ladies that sang the blues, men that sang the blues, urban blues, um, string and jug and washboard bands, field recording, oh, cool. everything, and then it's got, like, lead belly and all this, you know, kind of, and there's just tons of it, but... Um, I recall in it that um, 
Sam Lightning Hopkins. They'd sent somebody, Paul Oliver and his wife, over to America from, from here because we weren't getting enough information and we were desperate to know more about the blues and other music styles and stuff that we'd never heard of. So yeah. he went over and did a kind of Alan Lomax tour, you know, going about recording stuff. Oh, cool, um, yeah. With his wife, so um, was a music researcher from England, and he went over to tape stuff and bring it back. So he came across, you know, your, you know, your usual kind of folk. He put a bit of boogie woogie and um, he recorded boogie woogie red um, and all this kind of thing and brought it back. Oh, but, so he recorded Lightning Hopkins, and Europe was desperate for the Lightning Hopkins to come, so they offered to pay him like two thousand would it have been dollars? I would have think thought so. $2,000 a week to tour and he could tour as long as he wanted because we were like so desperate to hear him but yeah. he was terrified of flying so he, he never ever took up the offer up so he played in pool halls and juke joints for $17 a night <laughs> I know that's crazy because he's there's a couple of videos of Sam Hopkins that's his real name Samuel Hopkins Sorry, Sam, Sam Lightning Hopkins sorry. yeah um so Sam Lightning Hopkins, he, there's videos of him and they're, they're described as the best blues, the most honest blues you've ever heard. And he was cool, like, he was cool. Right. He, he had a, a rod haircut and he had, he was cool, you know. Um, well, we've seen him, we've watched him. Yeah, yeah, we've seen much of that stuff at the time, really, didn't we? I have been so afraid to fly, you know, back at amount of money. I think even... You know, that would have been enough to get me over my fear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, um, so obviously there was no European blues until the American blues came here. But without them coming here, the American blues was dying out in America. But, yeah. Um, you know, like, um, Sonny Boy Williamson was like revered over here. Like the animals and everybody loved them and he actually recorded with them. And then um, went back home and he says he went back to America to die and he died that same year. But a lot of them actually stayed on and that's why it's lived on here. Because they stayed here because they were getting paid more and it was like a, you know, quite a prestigious job to have here being a blues musician as compared to still being looked at as um, work songs and everything in America. So Yeah, well, I tell you, I'm going to tell you some... Uh... I'm going to tell you some of the winners of the European Blues scene, if you want. Oh, you keep disappearing. It might be my phone, however, but... Oh, no, the European Blues Challenge. Um, Aye, but your voice keeps disappearing on me. Maybe it's just on my end. Oh, right, okay, which would explain that it was probably your fault then when we chatted this morning. And, you know? Can you still uh, hear me? Ah, uh, you're just kind of going in and out. Yeah, I knew, I knew it was to me. I knew it was to me. That's what I care about. So, um, well, I suppose um, this is UK Blues Challenge winners. I suppose, same idea though, eh? should be all together anyway. So you've got like Kyla Brocks and Cass Hawkins, Rebecca Downs. These are all our friends as well, to be fair. Um, ooh, ooh. I would mention, I, I, I'm not going to mention anybody else. Those are, those are the ones that I like the most. And obviously you've got, um, you've got your Don Martins and like other friends of ours, you know, incredible, incredibly talented, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it's like you said, like, it's a really strong, it's a really strong community 
regardless of what you think the blues is actually see as long as you're invested in it properly the same way as as we are i find that everybody kind of helps each other and that's the first really as we talk about this all the time and but we talk about this like a lot you know um and it's like it really i mean it really it really is like something worth talking about a community such as a roots music community that all help each other rather than being say in the indie community and and you want to like or or in the pop community that's the worst you know you want to like step step over somebody to get to the next rung in the ladder do you know what i mean uh-huh can you can you hear me okay i uh, i can now but i couldn't i think your phone's been a bit of a nightmare well, it's the only device I can use to get on here. But no, I know, I know, I know. But it makes us a sustainable, a sustainable show with the same energy. So that's cool. And anyway, I believe um, it's time to put a song on. Anyway, you picked a, you picked the artist, and I picked the song. Yeah, the terraplanes, is it? You're amazing. Like you're on the ball, aren't you? Right. All the time. Aye, right. Okay. Right. Let's get that on then. All right. Perfect. Got my hands on the wheel Highway 61 I just got out of prison And now they got me on the run I've done 10 long years Of real hard time Now I got nothing I don't have a dime No, I don't have a dime No, I don't
There you are, there. I thought I was going to have to unmute you. No, no, no. I'm having a horrendous nosebleed and I've been yelling and phoning my son to try and get a bit of tissue, but um, he's obviously lost his hearing, his eyesight and his ability to, you know... Playing uh, the computer or something. We nearly had one of those parent chats out there. Well, I'll tell you. Do you know something? Dennis with you, sorry. Do you know Dennis with you um, actually feels like we're we're having a phone call conversation? That's that's what's worrying, to be fair. Uh, I I, I like that, though. I I like that because everything's more genuine. You just bite back with what you think. I think that adds to something. I think it's going to make for good radio. Um. I mean, it means a lot more editing for me, but I mean, hey ho, it is what it is, eh? Absolutely. I was stifling a yawn there, sorry. <laughs> I, I just wonder what was going on with that. Like. No, I was trying to swallow it, and then the more I was doing it, it was getting worse. As long as you're all right, though. Um, so let's talk a wee bit about, like, I mean, I know European blues, right? So I've got some cool. I stuck in a couple of artists, actually, right? Two minutes to just have a wee look here. I stuck in a couple, I think. No, I didn't. I'll tell you what I did. I've got I've got the ones we spoke about, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got quite a lot to put on though. Aye, there's are still we, another couple of songs. So. Are we gonna have are we gonna have time for all this? I'll well, take, I think we could cut the last one we were going to put on. Well, maybe, but um, I wanted to can I play a uh, I'll tell you what, can I play the wee man's uh, interview with, with um, Alessandro Stanelli? Aye. Because I'll tell you what, I was proper proud of wee Deacon, right? Now, for, for anybody who doesn't know my, my wee laddie, um, or your wee laddie, actually, sorry. I say that like, <laughs> like I've just claimed him and like, you're a nobody. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and when we argue, I guess that's true. But, <laughs> but uh, um, so... He met, like, for anybody, I took um, Fiona to to Calendar Jazz and Blues Festival with the Weans. Um, my oldest laddie was working. Um, so I took I took the wife and the wee kids uh, along, and they loved it. But um, Deacon latched onto one band in particular, the Chanelli Brothers. No, the wee guy's got autism, right? So he, he's quite full on with what, I mean, he must have sat for that full gig, kind eh? Where mm-hmm. like his his arm locked in position to video it so he could show folk, eh? Aye. You know, so he, he's like full on. Like when he loves something, he just loves it, and he's learning drums at school. And I was like, you know what, pal? You know, your dad knows a few folk who who will encourage you and that. So he he, he met everybody and and he, and he loves the Chanelli brothers. So um, I messaged Big Alessandro and I said, look, my man, can you can you do a wee interview with us? Um, but my son wants to do it with me. Um, is that all right? He says, yeah, yeah, of course, man, of course, that would be lovely. So um, I'm going to put on the clip, right, because this is a heartwarming moment for me. I don't know. Like, it will be for you guys too, I'm sure. So is that all right, Hen? Can I just fire that uh, on? Uh, I know it's not really something we spoke about, but I just think it would be cool, eh? All right. uh, he's written all his B questions down, so it's just him, isn't it? It was all his. I, I, I've only got the first two clips because I never attempt to do the whole thing, but I'll put on more, like, in future shows. Uh, you know, but um, I... I've still got the wee piece of paper. Oh. I was written on a I, I, oh, I love the wee guy, man. It's like, you know, um, it's on a Marvel um, notebook. Notebook piece of... 
Uh, yeah, I've still got it in my in my drawer, in my fun drawer. Oh, that sounds creepy. Um, right, you know what I mean. Aye, I carry on. I think you're putting it on. Sorry. <laughs> um, Short. Go ahead. So he wants to know. Do you want to send him? Yeah. Right. Okay. Right, you got, right. Speak up to the microphone, right? So, why did you start playing drums? Uh, well, <laughs> that's a very good question. Uh, we always loved music, me and my brother. Also, when we were kids, our dad used to play records in the morning, like before going to school and things like this. So we always uh, had a, a soft tooth for music. But uh, I started to play drums because, uh, I don't know, in a way, just... Uh, call me i guess i don't know it was the first instrument that i saw i sat down behind it and i thought okay this is amazing i love it i want to do this you know yeah yeah, yeah. so that's yeah, that's what that's how i started why i don't know i felt just attracted to it when i was a kid yeah, yeah that's a good answer so is is your butt brother your older brother and is he bossy like mine <laughs> <laughs> yeah marco is my older brother and no he's not very bossy he's bossy only sometimes in rehearsals when he's not happy with the sound or the song <laughs> oh, yeah, <that's> <laughs> but for the rest no so that's all yes we love it's this. great to work with him uh, we love this right you can see this you know yeah. this right oh uh, yes and yeah 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 this is i've uh, been played to death in our car and um, we think it, we think it deserves we think it deserves a lot of a lot of credit. Um, do you think have you got a lot of plans for this year? Well, this year we are we're gonna be playing a lot. We've been touring into Spain last month, and um, we got some yeah. more tour coming up this year. And uh, most likely we will be back in Scotland for uh for a couple of occasions i think on the 16th of july we will be in edinburgh at the jason blues fest oh brilliant i, I will be there yes and uh at the beginning no sorry end of september we're gonna be touring in scotland because we got some gigs confirmed at the orkney island and maybe oh, we are back in calendar as well so oh, fantastic yeah the thing's doing its own thing again but mm -hmm. <laughs> that was lovely eh? yeah do you know what i think it is it's because you kind of delete the ones that you've already played as you play them without the next one playing i think that's what the problem is ah, i see right okay so i mean that's the only thing i don't like about this that's my only great with this user friendliness but how great was we deacon for that eh? i know so excited about it as well. I did a whole radio show with Deacon um, and he discussed what autism is like for him, um, you know, and and, um, and how he feels and how he felt before he had his diagnosis and everything. So he's, you know, he's he's really, really good at doing that kind of thing. I, I, he's a wee star, man. Eh? And so we're going to be playing, and I say we because you're going to be doing some singing. Well. Um, you're going to be stepping up to the plate and doing some shows with me, aren't you? I guess so. Right, and and um, and we've got an incredible wee percussionist help us. Hmm. Um, we're just going to add a wee bit of African, um, traditional blues but steady rhythm to what we do. It's going to be cool, and um, 
and he's also agreed to help Deacon come on as a drummer. So I'm really chuffed about that. I'm really chuffed for him to learn some skills and then to take him to meet Alessandro and Calendar. Yeah. Like I, even if I just take him myself, I don't care. Like I'll just go along with him and just you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a lovely thing to do. You know, I, I'll feel like no. super bad. No, I, no, you'll love that. I will absolutely love that. What I was going to say was um, next up for you is one weekend in Alloa, isn't it? I actually, I um this Thursday. Um, and um, can you maybe give it a wee shout out and explain to people what it is? Yeah, I, I absolutely. Um, so one weekend in Alloa is something that's put together by a man called um, well on Facebook it's Max um Inton, so check him out um he puts a lot of work in he's an incredible writer actually that's what he really does he's an incredible writer um and he he's put together this uh, whole premise of like uh an arts festival over three days it's only one weekend um he did one weekend in Stirling. i don't know one weekend in falkirk might have been a thing i, I never played it that one um, but I, I do realise how much work goes into it. You know, he puts a lot of work in. He, he he sources the local artists. He sources the people that are that are important within that area. And luckily for me, because I was kind of a hub of of those places, I get to play at a few of them. Um, and I have played with them with previous artists as well. Previous acts I've been involved in. So mm-hmm. I mean, you know, shout out to them as well, I suppose. But but for those who have who have not, you know, like came along for the ride, um, I'm quite quite proud of the fact that I'm still invited to them all. You know, as you should be. So, I, um, do you know who else is doing it? I know Adele will be doing hers on Sunday. Um, yeah, you on Thursday. Yeah, um, I don't know everybody that's there because there's been a few changes. Carol Allen's really cool. She she's a great and Hamish McBurney. He's an amazing poet. You know him actually, don't you? Uh huh. He's cool. Like he's one of my favourite poets of all time. And there's all sorts. Of, so uh, you know, it's not just singing. There's um. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, exactly. the, I saw a murder mystery thing. What's that? I, I, I is that not um? Oh, I, I would need to check. I, I, I know what you mean though. I've not um. You better Google that now so you can talk about it. I think it's um. I it looked pretty interesting, but I'm not available to go so. Um, let me have a. a I pick, I'll, I'll tell you why you're not available to go. It's because I picked that date thinking, you know, I don't need to conflict. You know, I need to keep my weekends free for gigging, and um, then I got a great offer in Workington, and then I got a great offer at the Crook, and then you know, and then I've got a radio show to do with my son, you know. So yeah, I just don't have time. I just don't have time. <laughs> you know what I mean, I had to do it Thursday. I couldn't do it at all, and I wanted to support him properly. You know, um, I it's kind of based, I'll tell you what, it's kind of based, the one weekend in Alawa is kind of based on the same premise as the Calendar Jazz and Blues Festival. So they've got a bucket at the end. Of oh, act. I found it here. Right. It's okay, Murder go. Memories with Lisa Miles. Oh, that sounds cool. I, 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 I read that, actually. I should have known that. Sorry. Right, so there's loads, but if you go on Facebook and go on One Weekend in Alawa, there's a full list of events, so you can have a look and see who's on, where, what time they're on, and what it's all about. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's it's a great event. It's a great event, and it's in a lovely place. It's at the Old Cast Bridge Brewery, Brewery um, in Alawa, which is like I don't know how long that building's not really been used, but it used to be part of the brewing company. 
Oh, you know, right. We went a wee walk and I was showing you how big a deal Alawa has been in Scotland for a long time. Mm -hmm. and, like all these places that were really important at some point are now kind of just like, not advocated, but they're almost neglected or forgotten about. You yeah. know, and that was that was slowly becoming one of them. So it's nice to see that they've got a really, really good use for this building. You know, aye. You know, I think that's an amazing thing. Now, I realise that there's um, I realise that there's a few songs still to go on. Aye, can we Trevor Trevor Steger? We've not played him in a while, and I absolutely love him. I you only love him because he's beard oil. Actually, I I love the fact that he was told he could he wouldn't sing he couldn't sing and he shouldn't sing. Same and he became an independent musician who goes out and does it, and he's brilliant at it. And I'm just so glad he didn't listen. And yeah, that it, it just puts me in mind of you. You know, the same story. Um, put down, told he shouldn't, and and now look at you. So yeah, you're he's too busy head. Uh, he's one of my biggest inspirations. He's a beautiful guy. And like me, actually, and I'm not saying this so that we're on a promise the next time I see you, but, um, you know, I'm not trying to boost my sex life with this, but he is very similar to me with his wife. I mean, he's like, he, you know, he's very grateful for her. And he and he bolsters her career. Mm. And I think that that's important. I think that's what real partnerships are about. And in fact, I can't wait to talk about um, Susan Tedeschi and Derek Trucks because we've got a really cool show lined up for that, eh? Yeah. So, absolutely. Not the next one, but the next one. All oh, right, okay. Right, okay. Well, I think I've told Steve the wrong thing then. Sorry. The next one you're doing is going to be the Father and Son Blues. And son. Father and Son. Well, mind you, we could probably... I may clip a bit of it and just add a bit and then, you know what I mean? Because Derek Trucks actually um, played um, in the Allman Brothers for a bit. Well, it was friendly. He, he inherited Wayne Allman's guitar because um, his, uh, you know, his dad, Butch Trucks, played drums with the Allman Brothers. <laughs> Aye. That might work. And then we can do, save the rest of it for the next show. I don't want to spoil our plans for everybody. But, you know, that would be quite cool, I think. Well, you, or you could just get in touch and say, I got it wrong. <laughs> Aye, I could. I, I can't even. <laughs> like you. <laughs> saying. You could just apologise when you mess up instead of being really nice to get after it. That's the same thing, isn't it? Let's get some Trevor Steer. <laughs> like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say I'm wrong any more than you'll apologise. <laughs> I only apologise when I've got something to apologise for. Thank and you. I'm not, and I'm only wrong if I'm wrong.
me in the middle of the air Hit my wings and swell me low Me with another bell So, can I just like fire on another song? Absolutely. Who are you, who are you putting on? Oh, you know who? Bottle Nick John. Hi, my man. He's so. <laughs> he done so. Like, see, if you don't know who Bottle Nick John is, his name's Johan Eliasson. He's from Sweden and he's incredibly talented. Um, he only knocked back doing an interview because he was um, paranoid about his English ability. But um, I'm, I'm so gutted because. Uh, he's done some cool stuff. So he does like uh, he goes to old factories and like, or he has a tractor sound. Mm. A, you know, he'll have oh, an he old. plays to the tractor taking over. I ah, it's amazing. I just think he's really, really cool. So is it? Already and you should I... listen to our show because we're not very good at speaking English either. <laughs> speak for me anyway. Like that's that gypsy in me, you know. Although a German English gypsy hasn't got much on me anyway. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you probably don't stole as much scrap metal, but you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you're not any better than me. You're a unicorn. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> right, let's have some bottleneck, John. Mm-hmm. 
Listening to Galtier and the Gators Blues and News Show in Scotland. Oh yeah. How cool is he? I uh, absolutely. Sorry, my sound keeps going. I think because um, my phone's getting hot. <laughs> Phone hot, bird hot, man's got hot. <laughs> <laughs> um. So our last song of today can it be Andre's Roots? Yeah, it can be. I um, I believe I've got an. Oh well, can I pick it though? Mhm. 
Sure. Aye. Because I've got one in particular, right, that I love, and it was one that I saw on Estonian TV. So, um, Google any of these people. What? I think I know what it is. Ah, yeah, it's the cat one. Aye. <laughs> I love him, man, honestly. And I was like, oh, this guy's so cool. And he's a really good friend of Dave Akari. And so is Dre- uh, Trevor Steger. And, and so is Michael Messer, actually. In fact, I just realised that Dave Akari is, is almost like music god. <laughs> I've just, you know I mean? <laughs> I've just realised that he's music god. Right, anyway. So, um, yeah, it can be. Because um, we've only got time for like another couple, don't we, really? Well, if we're going to have a, if we're going to finish off, you know, kind of with with a song, we should at least speak a wee bit beforehand. I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't. Do you know what I just discovered actually that Ruth Brown didn't like the blues, and she had to have um, she had to have be coerced into it by um, Blanche Calloway, Cab Calloway's sister, and you know the Atlantic Records executive. Yeah. Aye, they were the ones that kind of tried to change her mind about it. I imagine she hadn't have come round. <laughs> I know, but you remember her talking to that. They want to teach, teach blues in the school. They don't need that. That's what she said. Aye. About it, but don't, they don't. So I think she maybe had a bad, I, I don't know. I, I, I think, well, see, that's what, a lot's what happened. They didn't want, the Americans stopped listening to it. She's a perfect example of people who didn't want to remember what it was yep. about. It was a horrible situation. Absolutely. But I mean, they went through it again in the 50s, you know, because yep. um, it, the, the music took a nosedive. I mean, you had like um, Sunhouse was one of the best blues musicians and singers. And um, and he had to work on the for the rail company as a barbecue chef. Aye, aye. You know, and then you had like um, Furry Lewis ended up as a street cleaner outside Beale Street. Like cleaning up outside the nightclubs that he used to play in. Furry Lewis was actually um, Furry Lewis is one of these guys who, who a lot of, like I don't know if you, if people realise this, but um, if you go and study Furry Lewis, he created a lot of um, showmanship techniques that are used by young guys now, like John Tavis Willis. You know, his elbow and pretends to relax on his guitar while he's still playing. That was a fairly right. thing. That was a fairly thing all day long. Um, playing above the guitar. I was going to say, kind of playing it upside down as we ever put up, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, like, his left hand was above the, the neck, other than below it. Yeah. Is, that was that was again a furry Lewis technique, and and he was a great showman. And and I think you'll find that if you really, I mean, if you really go back properly, you'll find that um, Charlie Patton was the main man for that. He was playing the guitar behind his head long before Jimi Hendrix showed up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, so there's a lot, of, what, a lot of that. Sorry, um, I was going to say that's what. Um, uh, Highland Wolf said he, he taught him how to put on a show as much as he taught him how to play the guitar. Yeah, yeah, he did, eh? I mean, and that's what matters. In fact, we were having a chat this morning. I, I was trying to tell you the same thing. I was kind of lost in translation, I think. But, um, you know, like, you've got a beautiful voice, right? And you do. And, and you do have a beautiful voice because the, that we recording I took with you, I, I showed it to everybody. Um <laughs> I I said it wasn't, but that was a lie. Um, Clearly, <laughs> I, I, it was a lie. It was a lie for your benefit, though. It wasn't a lie for my benefit. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, 
So, and everybody says, ah, oh, perfect pitch, for a lovely voice, all the rest of it, you know. Um, but that's not enough. <laughs> that's, like, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but that's not enough. You need to be able to be put on a show as well, you know. Uh, oh, you're all right. I've got my feather bow well looked out. Oh, have you? <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Uh, we've got some cool chat anyways, to be fair. So, I mean, as a couple, we're fine. But, you know, if you were doing it on your own, I mean, you would have to have this whole other thing. Ah, but see, you're all right there, because I've had to go out and do outside broadcasting, so I've had to I've had to entertain people who can't hear the music I'm playing through the radio that are standing there looking at me. So I'm I'm all right at that. I am with me now. I mean, I don't doubt you for a minute, but you doubt you, and that's the point I was trying to make. Yeah. You know, and that's the biggest problem, is you, not me. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. actually, see, when a relationship's concerned, I would say the same. I would say I take a lot of flack for... Um, stuff that's not really my fault. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when are you starting comedy? Use this multinational um, audience to, to 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 point out that um, I'm actually an angel. Aye. Uh-huh. So you. was so was Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> I know everybody says I like, hell's angel. Uh-huh. Your your halo slipped and it's choking you. Oh, there we go. Where's <laughs> an angel? Uh-huh. <laughs> coming out of you, I don't know. No, but you know what I mean, eh? Aye. Aye, it's your fault. Right. So that's fine. I'm glad yeah. you're So um I I believe I believe that um these are no, no, this uh, this whole um, playlist has been amazing, right? And it's amazing because we're personable with them. And I think that th- that connection that we have with these artists should be the same connection as the listener has with these artists. Aye, and it shows that you've got what's called European blues that's more rocky. But, you know, here we've got a whole playlist full of European blues players who are playing the blues. Yeah, I, I, and that's what it's about. That's mm-hmm. what the thing's about. And, and I mean, I think, um, oh, we've got a wee guy. I'm going to invite him to speak, right, just because I can. Well, we've actually only got time to put our song on, I'm afraid. So um, right. they could always come and join us next week. Ah, yeah, okay, right, okay. I suppose mm-hmm. that's a shame because I was going to throw a curveball there at you. It's not really for me. I don't care. Like, it's, it's more for you. Right, okay, well, let's get the music on then, eh? Yeah, so um, your wee cat song. I can never remember what it's called. I um, It's called Meow Meow. Ah, do you know, I thought that, and then I thought, seriously, that must be wrong. But yes, um, there we go. I, I, it's Meow Meow. I've got a really sore head um, because I accidentally took my cat's medication, but don't ask Meow. Oh, dear. <laughs> right, love you, Hen. Bye. Bye bye.
Hey, I'm Andrews Roots and you're listening to Gold Indicators Blues and New Show in Scotland. Since my little red rooster's been gone 